This is Swift Lit, a Taylor Swift podcast with a literary twist. On today's episode, I will be looking at the quill, fountain, and glitter gel pen songs in Taylor's discography. As always, I am your host, Peyton Edwards. In September of 2022, Taylor Swift was named the Songwriter Artist of the Decade by the Nashville Songwriters Association International. In her acceptance speech, she discussed the process of songwriting, her re-recording efforts, and what songwriting means to her. She also revealed that she classifies the lyrics she writes into three different categories, quill pen, fountain pen, and glitter gel pen. I will break down each category and analyze four examples to explore the ways that particular lyric type manifests in her work. Quill pen. The first category up is the quill pen. Swift described the lyrics that fit this type as, quote, If the words and phrasings are antiquated, if I was inspired to write it after reading Charlotte Bronte or after watching a movie where everyone is wearing poet shirts and corsets, if my lyrics sound like a letter written by Emily Dickinson's great-grandmother while sewing a lace curtain, that's me writing in the quilt genre. End quote. Swift, in conjunction with Apple Music, created individual playlists for each of the pen styles. She described these songs to Apple Music as, quote, Songs with lyrics that make you feel all old-fashioned, like you're a 19th century poet crafting your next sonnet by candlelight. End quote. I will look at Ivy, My Tears Ricochet, Cowboy Like Me, and Antihero. Ivy. Swift's example for a quill pen song at the NSAI Awards was Ivy. The song sees Swift writing from the perspective of a woman trapped in a loveless marriage and striking up an affair with another man. The lyrics she chose to demonstrate why it fell into the category were... How's one to know I'd meet you where the spirit meets the bones In a faithful garden land In from the snow Your touch brought forth an incandescent glow Tarnished but so grand As stated in her speech, the word choice certainly feels older and not as frequently heard in conversations today. The structure of the lyrics is reminiscent of literary classics rather than more casual and shorter phrases to make up the lines. The production of the song in conjunction helps give it an old-timey feel, since the instruments used are primarily string-based and not electronic or recent technology. Listening to it, one can imagine a woman writing a letter intended for the one she loves by candlelight, with a quill spilling her heart onto the parchment, hoping that they can maintain their secrecy. Ivy is a perfect touchstone in Swift's discography to introduce listeners to the quill pen category. My Tears Ricochet The track My Tears Ricochet is another song with quill lyrics. According to Swift, it depicts, quote, an embittered tormentor showing up at the funeral of his fallen object of his obsession, end quote, and sees the fallen object narrating the scene. The word ricochet is not a terribly common one to hear used in a song, and in this one it appears frequently since it is in the title. There aren't many modern references within the lyrics, which helps place the imagery in the past rather than in recent history. The lyrics contain a formality to them, similar to how a eulogy would be delivered. We gather stones, never knowing what they'll mean. Some to throw, some to make a diamond ring. The lyrics and overall production have a heaviness, haunting, and gothic feeling to them, and clearly depict the funeral. Cowboy Like Me The Evermore track Cowboy Like Me presents the tale of two con artists falling in love. The song relies heavily on imagery, opening with And the tennis court was covered up with some tent-like things 
Throughout the song, as Swift shifts from scene to scene in the lyrics, they are vivid from the narrator sitting by the phone to the bedroom. The production of the song feels like something from years in the past and is relaxed to let the lyrics and overall story shine. Though there are modern references to the song, one can envision them taking place more so in the distant past than the modern day. Antihero The lead single off of Midnight's may appear as an odd choice to dub a Quill song at first glance. The song has a pop production which is a stark contrast to the acoustic productions of those I have previously discussed. The song is filled with self-loathing and adopts a serious tone throughout, rather than a playful one that typically characterizes her pop songs. The line, Did you hear my covert narcissism Like disguise as altruism Like some kind of Packs a punch and uses some uncommon words to demonstrate her point. The notion presented in the lyrics, It's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. See Swift setting a scene that is not an extremely modern one. When I envision people gathering for tea time, I picture a time where corsets and ball gowns are a part of daily life. Quill songs are characterized by period-specific language and imagery to tell a clear story, with production helping out in some instances. Fountain Pen The next style is the fountain pen. Swift classifies these lyrics as having, quote, a modern storyline or references with a poetic twist taking a common phrase and flipping its meaning, trying to paint a vivid picture of a situation down to the chip paint on the doorframe and the incense dust on the vinyl shelf, placing yourself and whoever is listening right there in the room where it all happened. The love, the loss, everything. The songs I categorize in this style sound like confessions scribbled and sealed in an envelope, but too brutally honest to ever send, end quote. Swift admitted that most of the songs she writes fall into this category. She also told Apple Music that these lyrics are, quote, modern personal stories written like poetry, those moments that you remember all too well, where you can see, hear, and feel everything in screaming detail, end quote. I will explore all too well, 10-minute version, Maroon, The One, and Cornelia Street. All too well, 10-minute version. All too well, 10-minute version traces a particular relationship Swift experienced. The example provided by Swift in her speech was... songs, Swift presents vivid imagery throughout the lyrics. However, these lyrics include more modern references within the scenes that are created. The song is also more personal to Swift and not utilizing a character to view the story through, like the Quill examples. This song is heartbreakingly honest with Swift confessing. also uses more modern language and phrases in the lyrics. Almost ran the 
Through the incredibly detailed lyrics, Swift is able to provide listeners with an intimate journey of the rise and fall of this specific relationship. Maroon The track Maroon similarly traces a relationship's end, but through the usage of shades of red. The lyrics How'd we end up on the floor anyway you say Your roommate's cheap as screw top rosé That's how Once again, uses more common phrases to tell the story. It also firmly cements the story in a specific place with the lyric the one I was dancing with in New York. The confessional aspect appears on the bridge, where Swift acknowledges how the former relationship haunts her. The One Though the opening track to Folklore has a more stripped-down production, the contents of the lyrics don't settle it in the past. The song's first lyrics are I'm doing good, I'm on some new shit which are modern and casual. The line, You meet some woman on the internet and take her home, indicates to the listener that the story takes place in current times, unlike some of the other songs on the album. The honesty of the track stems from the chorus that sees Swift admitting that it would have been nice if a former partner was the one. Cornelia Street. The song Cornelia Street centers the story around a specific location and the importance it held to her and her partner. Swift provides listeners with details through lyrics like Windows come right open, autumn air, jacket round my shoulders is yours. We press the reins on Cornelia Street, memorize the creeks in the floor. These lyrics create an intimate and clear picture for those listening and allow them to get a glimpse into these moments in Swift's life. The chorus sees Swift being vulnerable, singing, And I hope I never lose you, hope it never ends. I never walk Cornelia Street again. That's the kind of heartbreak time could never mend. I never walk Cornelia Street again. And baby, fountain pen songs, the language used to make up the lyrics of Cornelia Street is modern and poetic. With her fountain pen songs, Swift invites listeners into her life through the use of poetic and intimate imagery, along with cultural references or phrases to place the song in modern times. Glitter Gel Pen The final style is the glitter gel pen. These lyrics are ones that are, quote, frivolous, carefree, bouncy, syncopated perfectly to the beat. Glitter gel pen lyrics don't care if you don't take them seriously, because they don't take themselves seriously. Glitter gel pen lyrics are the drunk girl at the party who tells you that you look like an angel in the bathroom. It's what we need every once in a while in these fraught times in which we live. End quote. Swift divulged to Apple Music, quote, These are songs with lyrics that make you want to dance, sing, and toss glitter around the room. They remind you to not take yourself too seriously. End quote. I'll dive into Shake It Off, Karma, I Forgot That You Existed, in 22. Shake It Off. The song used as an example by Swift was Shake It Off, the lead single off of 2014's 1989. The song is a bouncy, infectious tune that sees Swift shaking off the criticisms tossed her way by her detractors. In her speech, she used the bridge as an example for the lyric style. My ex-man brought his new girlfriend. She's like, oh my god, but I'm 
There's a reason why this song has had a spot on tour set list for Swift. It's fun and carefree. Karma. The song Karma also doesn't take itself too seriously. The song focuses on those that have done Swift wrong and how things inevitably work out for her. The chorus lets Swift be playful with the lyrics. This playfulness was recently seen when Swift changed the lyric Karma is the guy on the screen Coming straight home to me to give a sweet shout out to her current partner. Much like Shake It Off, Karma gives listeners a chance to let loose and have some fun. I Forgot That You Existed Opening Swift's seventh studio album is the track I Forgot That You Existed. The song essentially recaps the events leading up to the creation of her album Reputation and its accompanying tour. Swift's joy is present in the delivery of the lyrics. I forgot that you existed. <laughs> and I thought that it would kill me, but it didn't. She doesn't allow herself to dwell too much on the past and instead celebrates the freedom that came with letting it go. The casualness of the track is stressed with its ending. It's love, it isn't hate, it's just indifference. So, yeah. By not crafting a perfect ending for the song, Swift is letting it exist as it is and be more laid back. 22. The song 22 sees Swift embracing the wild and fun times that come with being that age. She pokes fun at herself with the lyric, This place too crowded, too many cool kids. The chorus is wickedly catchy, and the song itself has become synonymous with that specific birthday. The lightheartedness of the overall song comes through on the lyrics. where Swift has some fun with her declarations for the evening. The Glitter Gel Pen songs don't have the most substantive lyrics. They're fun and remind you to loosen up every once in a while, whether you're by yourself or with friends. Regardless of a song written by Swift is classified as a quill, fountain, or glitter gel pen one, the songs are distinctly Swiftian with her trademark storytelling style, imagery, and composition. All three types allow Swift to serve a specific purpose and are unique in their own way. No type is inherently better than the other, it just comes down to personal preference. When trying to determine what category a song falls under, consider the following questions. Is a song more serious in tone or more lighthearted? Is the language more common or are there some 25 cent words tossed in there? Are there more modern references and details? Is the story being told by a character or is it from Swift directly? If the tone is more serious, it most likely leans either quill or fountain, rather than glitter gel. If the language is more common, it leans closer to fountain and glitter gel. More modern touchstones indicate either fountain or glitter gel, and if it's a character Swift is using to tell the story and explore emotions through, there's a chance it leans more quill, depending on all of the other parameters, of course. Thank you for listening to this episode of Swift Lit. This episode was written and edited by me, Peyton Edwards. I hope you enjoyed listening, and if you did, please rate, review, and share this podcast. You know, all that good stuff. You can connect with me on Instagram and the site formerly known as Twitter at Swiftlet Podcast. I'll see you next week to look at the ways that Taylor creates characters, voices, and selves throughout her works. 